guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. Welcome to episode 110, entitled Dress Up Advocate and Movies. I'm joined tonight by our host, Lucas Candy. Lucas, how are you? Uh, I feel like I got lots of space. I'll tell you that I got space. You get a lot of grow here. A lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If we don't stick this landing, there is no hope for you or I. (laughs) That's correct. Um, Really quickly, you'll notice that it's just Lucas and I tonight. Andrew uh, let us know months in advance that he wouldn't be able to be here tonight or next week. Uh, So for those of you that just come for Andrew, we're really sorry. But uh, Andrew, hi, mom. Andrew will be with us again uh, in the following weeks coming. And Matthew's not here. It's his anniversary tonight. Well, yeah, you beat me to it. It's it's his and Tiffany's anniversary tonight. And so we want to wish you a very, oh, my mic's going crazy, a very happy anniversary from the Oxford Holy Club. All of us Mm -hmm. to you guys. Uh, Enjoy. Enjoy your night. All right. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that if you want to find out more about who we are, the Oxford Holy Club podcast, you can go to OxfordHolyClub.com. And from there, you can find out all about who we are as a podcast. You can find out who we are as hosts. My computer screens all just went black for a second and we're now back. Uh, So that was terrifying. And, uh, and you can find out, you know, we can check our merch. You can find us on all the social medias that we're on. You can email us if you have tiebreakers, things like that. Uh, you can do all of that through our website. So I just want to point it out one last time, OxfordHolyClub.com. And lastly, if you're looking for, how would I word it? Uh, when I comment, would you word it? well, when I comment on in someone's video, I always notice that if someone else is commenting and it says sharer, and then their comment, I think, wow, that person, that person's important um, because they have this extra little title. And if you next would level. next level, if you would like to have that little title under your name, if you comment in our video, it's very simple. All you've got to do is click the share button and share this Facebook live video with those that are on your Facebook friends. They can choose whether or not to uh, to check it out, but it will be on your Facebook wall and people can listen to it that way. And then you get the power of being a super sharer and that you can take right to the bank. Ah, so Lucas, it's been a week, my man. So why don't we do a little catching up and see what's been going on? So why don't you start? I'm going to grab my coffee. Uh, sounds good. Well, first of all, it's hot. I don't know how it is where you guys are, but in Fredericton, hot. And I know I see Scotty's out there. Scotty, you can back me up on the the temperature uh, and the mugginess. You know, mm. and I feel like every June it does this, where it's like it gets unbearably muggy, and then you get a good thunderstorm, and you're you're good. Um, anyway, we have a thunderstorm inbound tonight, so that's good to hear because it's pretty gross. And I've been doing a bunch of schoolwork at my at our kitchen table for the last couple of days, so right. I've just been sitting like a lump in the hot, humid air. So it's been no fun for me uh, in that way. Um, other than that update, I talked to you guys about uh, going on a Bible hunt. Uh, you know, I keep saying I have, oh, you know, yeah. analysis paralysis, uh, trying to figure out what <laughs> like kind of that. Bible I want to buy. Is that one of the canned episodes? Uh, it, shh, don't tell them that the canned episode's coming so that we can have vacation. <laughs> well, anyhow, I finally bought a Bible. I pulled the trigger on a Bible. Uh, so that's good. It's been several years where every time I think about doing it, I get all knotted up and can't figure out which, cause there's so many translations and what kind of cover and you want to study Bible and blah, 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 blah. So as I just pulled the trigger on one and it'll be here next week sometime. And so I'm looking forward to that. If you shared that in a canned episode, that is, you're breaking the space time continuum. That's all right. Uh, it'll be a, it's an Easter egg for yeah. our, our, our famous viewers to find. Um, and then finally, um, I kind of big thing going on is our school is uh, where I work for Acton Christian Academy is growing like crazy. Um, and we're currently trying to hire three, uh, count them, three new teachers for the fall. Starting so it's like been busy trying to track down some teachers. What's that? I said, this is starting to feel like a commercial. <laughs> That's right. So if you know someone, do you love to Jesus teach and love to teach, the Lord? we have a job for you. Us. 
One, sorry, yeah. we both talked. It's amazing. There's two of us and we talked over each other, but that's my fault. Why don't you give your plug again for Fredericton Christian Academy and the teachers that you need? Fred and Christian Academy. It is an awesome place to work. You can work with me. Uh, and uh, we need three new teachers for the fall. Uh, we added a bunch of kids uh, over the last, over the summer um, that we're going to be starting up live in the fall. And so we need three new team members. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, it's a good problem to have, you know, growing nicely and quickly. So that's fantastic. You know, but enough about my shameless FCA plug. Now I owe you money. Uh, Brad, what have you been up to? Well, we are, you know, we are partners in this podcast. So just keep it in your <laughs> wallet. That'd be great. Uh, you know what? Uh, in the, in the last week, a lot, a lot's happened. And, uh, and why don't I start with this? We, we went to the kids, Mandy and the kids and I, we d- we've driven through this place called Kensington many times on our, on our way up, up West. And, uh, and every time we go through, you, we always see this mansion and it's like a Tudor, Tudor style mansion. And, uh, it's got rides and different stuff. Never, ever have I been there in my life. And so I, I never really looked that hard at the sign. It's a haunted mansion. And it's a haunted man. A haunted- I've been there. Several, uh, sorry. I've never been there. I've been past it a bunch of times. Right. So we decided that we were going to, so, uh, last Monday, um, we had gone up west, and I think I shared about that either in the the live episode or the can when we recorded after. But we we went up west and spent some time on the beach, and uh, and the kids wanted to go back and do it again. So we decided to make a day of it on Saturday, and we were going to get up. We were going to head to Kensington, and um, oh yes, and Scotty received his merch. It finally came, um, and we received a picture from Scotty, and a fitted tee. It was it's amazing that we were able to fit it right to him. Perfect. Perfectly. Anyway, so we <laughs> congratulations on the merch, man. Sorry that it was uh, smaller than we had hoped for. Uh, so we, we we decided to go to this haunted mansion, and then we were going to go up to the beach again. So we uh, we we go and and we get there, and I take a picture of the kids in the entryway going into the place. And just as you're going to go in, you can start to hear the music that's that's kind of coming out of the house and some of the mm-hmm. noises, and it's all spooky. Keeping in mind, this is like. 10 30 11 in the morning we're not talking it's it's not really prime spooking hour it's, it's not the spooking hour and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's fine but then all of a sudden you hear in the window up up above like some kind of scratching and a woman's voice going help let me out um i want you to know for the next hour and a half that i went through that thing multiple times never did i hear that voice again <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I was in the Might room. Have been a patron. I was in the It may have been someone just screwing with us, which if that's the case, that's awesome. But so I get to the I get to the counter to go pay. And to to get to the counter, you actually have to step into the mansion, but it's still like behind you is still open air and you can see outside. So the four of us move forward, and then all of a sudden people start kind of listing behind lazily. And then it's just me at the counter and I'm inside the haunted mansion and nobody else came in with me. And so I'm like, yeah. And I don't know this. I'm like four, please. And masks to boot. And, uh, and, and so, so she gets it all ready to go and I'm ready to pay. And I look and nobody's with me. My family has bailed. Too so, spooky. Eh? Too spooky. So long story short, and I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. Jaden just really wasn't, wasn't prepared to go through. And, uh, and so Mandy stayed with Jaden. Harmony said she would go through. So, so we, we get the masks on and we start going through and the very first hallway, you're just supposed to turn right and go into a room and she could not get around that corner. And I'm like, I just spent, I just spent like 30 bucks on you and I to go and stand in their hallway and so at the end of the hallway, there's like a secret door. And they said, if you want to go through that door, you can bypass this portion of it. That's the scariest part of it. And, right. and so Harmony heard that. Now, the person said it before Harmony even really started to whine and whimper. And so I wish I could have told that attendant to be quiet because had she <laughs> not known of the exit, we probably would have been, she may have made it. So anyway, so Harmony and I went through the haunted mansion, skipping the scariest part the first time. Probably the best part, but go ahead. Well, and you know what? They do an excellent job. I I gotta say, um, she was terrified. 
the whole time <laughs> was so scared, but kept wanting to go and see the next things. So she and yeah. I get, we get through the whole thing, get out. That's all good. And now, you know, she, she, Jaden wants to know how was it? And so the next, oh, uh, uh, so, so the next run is Harmony and I again, Jaden doesn't go, but this time she wants to see the spooky stuff that she missed. Okay. okay. So when you, you didn't have to repay, did you? This no, was no, 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 no. Okay, they good. let us go through again. So basically what wound up happening was we went through the, the spooky stuff and the spooky stuff was way spookier. And <laughs> it was, it was really good. Like hidden bookcase that moves and you go, don't tell me I might go there sometime, but okay. Spooky. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I probably will never go there because my kids won't. Okay, be if you're if you spoiler alert, if you think you're gonna go, now is the time in the podcast to just well, don't listen because it's live, but um <laughs> you go through okay, so you go through all their different things. But when you come out of the spooky spot, you are at where that that door in the hallway, that secret door in the hallway is, and, mm-hmm. and then you continue on. What we didn't know was that Mandy and Jaden decided that they would go through that door, be on the other side hiding behind a corner waiting for us. Now, <laughs> my kids were willing to go through this because they promised that there'd be no humans jumping out at you. It's COVID season, right? That's the last thing we <laughs> want. Right. And so we were both, both Harmony and I were like, okay, hey, no one's going to jump out. We're good. So we get through that whole stinking thing and we see where the door is. And then all of a sudden, Jaden just jumps out. Harmony screams. I'm pretty sure I screamed. Mandy then jumps <laughs> out. And it all happens again. And so, uh, so we, you know what, in, in the end, all of us were able to go through that haunted mansion. I wound up going through four times and, uh, and had a, we just, we had a blast and then we, it's impressive if it had that much replayability, like right at the spot, like that is impressive. How many spookies would you rate it on zero, uh, zero to five spookies? How many would it be? Okay. So for, for your kids, I would rate it a five spooky. Um, like it's legit spooky. And they've mm-hmm. got different animatronics that are dated by today's standard. But <laughs> no, yeah. like a guy in a chair that goes, let's kill that thing playing the organ. <laughs> and and all that. And some of the, I think some of the animatronics are like, uh, are holdovers from different parks that have closed down over the years. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, they've repurposed them, spookified them, and then used them. And uh, for adults, I think if you were in the right mindset uh, mm-hmm. and and wanted a, you know wanted to be creeped out and spooked, we, what's the scale again? One to five. One to five spooks, spookies. Okay, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I I think the average adult would be spooked. Now Mandy's watching, so I want to be careful right now. Because there was one spook at the very end, pretty much at the very end of this thing, that comes from the, you're basically walking in the basement of this place. It looks like the streets of London. It kind of in a miniature with all these shops. Like it's really cool, Lucas. You would actually, I think the part that I like most about that whole thing, the spooky stuff was great. The architecture in there was so cool to look at. Really? And so, uh, so uh, Harmony and I walked past this, thing that trips a sensor that all of a sudden this spooky thing comes out from behind a curtain that's down, sorry, Mandy, that's down by your legs and it comes out. And, uh, and so Harmony and I get past that. Jaden gets past that. Mandy will not move. (laughs) She knows it's not real. She knows that it only happens when you get close to it. And so she's not moving. We're in the basement of this Tudor style haunted mansion in the streets of London and Mandy is stuck. So Jaden goes to rescue her and, and walks back over and she puts her arms on his shoulders and stands behind him. And now neither one of them will move. <laughs> and so we're stuck in this basement. So finally they, they make the move and they just, they run Mandy yells and screams and we get out of this place and, and we go up <laughs> West. And this is this, I'm taking a long time to tell this story because um, this rolls into the next part. We went up, we went up, uh, up east again, or up west. Sorry, up west to um, to West Point and spent the day in the beach with my family and and all that kind of stuff. And the long story short was, we really had a great time. We've gone up a few times, and I, I grew up on that beach, so it's home type of stuff. But uh, we really we have an opportunity 
to, there's a, a lot right beside my grandfather's lot that my uncle, uh, my great uncle owns and he lives in the States. Mm. And so I was talking with him and he said, anytime we want to use that lot, we're, we're good to go. It is literally, um, beach, water, beach, sand dune, the lot. So nice. it's a 50 by 50 lot and, um, very gracious, very gracious. And just, and he said, uh, use it all you want. And he said, we would love to have company there when we're there. We can fit multiple campers on that. So the last things he said, the last thing he said to me was go get a camper and use it. <laughs> so, uh, I looked to my left, no camper. I looked to my right, no camper. And so the great camper hunt of 2020 in the, in the, in the middle of summer began and uh, not. And you've already purchased two campers in your life, haven't you? We have. Or you've owned. Yeah. We've owned. We had. Uh, we started with the tent. Then we went to the tent trailer, and then mm-hmm. we moved from the tent trailer into a travel trailer that was, I think, like twenty nine feet, no slide outs, but it had bunk beds, and that was the huge selling thing was bunk beds. You yeah. don't realize how important slide outs are until you're in a hallway and <laughs> in a glorified soup can with a hallway and your children and it gets, you know, crowded. So, uh, again, long story short, we, uh, we've been hunting and hunting for, for campers and went to check out one today and we found our camper. Nice. Yes. So, um, it was, a, a we weren't able to arrange, he's going to, the gentleman's going to deliver it to us, uh, tomorrow. And, and then we'll, you know, make the exchange and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we were hoping to get it done this evening, but he's going to bring it to our place. It was only 20 minutes away, but he's going to dress. So it's 33 feet. Um, it's got slide outs and it's got a bunk room in the back with four bunks. And uh, nice. uh, yeah, we're, we're really pumped. So, uh, you know, opportunities like this don't come up all the time. And, mm. and we're very fortunate to be able to, mm-hmm. to do this. So I'm, I'm mm. very, very grateful for the opportunity. So we're really looking forward to being able to take that down to the beach and spend time with family down on the beach. And that's awesome. what's been going on. <laughs> well, it's funny because our family goes camping at Twin Shores uh, every year for the last three or four years. And you drive through Kensington to get there. And every time I look at that place, I'm like, what is going on there? That The haunted mansion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But my highlight of Kensington is the frosty treat, but you know, yeah, the frosty treat's pretty good. Um, if if I had to, if I was traveling that for far, a tourist, maybe for a tourist, if I was traveling <laughs> that far to go get an ice cream, I would continue on and go all the way up west to the place called the Dairy Royal. Now, you oh, get, yeah. you, that's that's the spot you want to get to. Now, <laughs> you're gonna pass another one. You're gonna pass a few of them on your way, but there's another one called the Richmond Dairy Bar. Now, that one's good too. And I, if I didn't want to go all the way up west. I would stop at the Richmond Dairy Bar and get my food there and uh, ice cream. <laughs> but if I was really wanting the good stuff, you know, the good, good milkshakes, which, good, I, good, good milkshakes. which, which I don't, but if I did, <laughs> I'd be going straight there, there. There you go. So that's what's, that's, Wonderful. that's the news that is news. Lucas, I have talked long enough. I would love to hear what you've got in your. Okay. That was weird. All right. So our pool ponderable is I throw out a ridiculous question that couldn't actually be a real thing. And we have to decide on this weird question. And the weird question for today is, um, so if you could take a pill that would let you jump 10 years ahead in your life. So whatever your age you are, you're 10 years older, um, but any debt you have is gone and you have a million dollars in your bank account, or you could take a different pill that lets you go back 20 years and you have all the knowledge of today. And so you basically get our do over the last 20 years. Would you take either pill or would you just stay the way it is? Okay. Sorry. I copied the pay I copied and pasted the, what it says in the notes verbatim and it didn't mention right. a pill. So- the pill. Yeah. Sorry. So let's, let's take the pill part out. So you have to, you have to pick one. You have let's to say that, that not taking it is not an option. You have to pick one. Would you jump ahead 10 years for a million bucks or Go back in time with your current knowledge and see what you can make out of that. At, okay, so uh, I think jumping ahead ten years and with no debt and a million bucks is short-sighted, um, be, just because of inflation and the the you know 
jumping 10 years ahead, yeah, you have no debt and you have a million dollars, but once that million dollars is gone, that's it. So just mm-hmm. like Kelsey Amber here has said, uh, nice to see you on the stream, Kelsey. You go back because the knowledge that you have, you can utilize, right? I get to keep all mm-hmm. the all the knowledge of all the Super Bowls that I've definitely tracked because <laughs> that's me. When I first read this, I was like, oh, this is simple. You go because you're, you're just going to, Mandy, 10 years ahead in a million bucks. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, you go back 20 years because then you can you can utilize that. Like if I went back 20 years, I would invest in Apple. <laughs> or no, flip that. I'd invest in Amazon. Yahoo? No. <laughs> they do have answers, but they don't have money. So uh, Eileen, nice to see you. Why? Okay, people, you've got to explain in the comments why are you going ahead or behind. I'm going behind because I want to invest what little bit of money I have. I will go in debt. Okay, to listen to me, I will go in debt to invest my money in Amazon because, you know, uh, old Jeffy boy is sitting in his garage. That's where Amazon began, right? Was him in his garage. So I think it was further back to 10 years, but yes, okay. I see. But I get your point. No, yes. you, you get to jump back 20 years. Your thing oh, says- 20 years. 20 oh, yes, 20 years. 20 years, that's right. Scott, both yes. Lucas and I both worked at Blockbuster and- We both worked at Blockbuster. So we- um, I, I don't know if this is called insider trading or what, but listen, buddy, they're going under. <laughs> we can we can short that stock yeah. and then make a killing. That's a thing, right? These are words I've heard. Mm. Um, buy, sell, sell. sell. Uh, so so for okay, so for me, I'm going back 20 years with the knowledge I have and I'm investing in Amazon. And maybe mm-hmm. yeah, investing in Amazon and trying to land a job at Google? No, I don't know. Okay. So I thought about it and I think going forward 10 years, I mean, I, I, the million bucks would be nice, but like, to me, I think that going back, like I, if I could pick one, I'd pick not go anywhere. I, I, I would try to be content. Uh, but if I could pick, which I have to, I would go back in time. My only issue is, and here's the issue. I'm not worried about the money thing. Although I would try to invest it. I probably wouldn't make a million bucks. I'm guessing knowing me, um, but having the knowledge I have, I would enjoy that. Um, I would try to probably make a few bucks, but I do worry, like, can we mess up our past doing that? Like if we, you know, like say we, we miss our first date with our, our girlfriend who was going to become her wife, but then like, I've had it with this clown. I'm out of here. And like, we mess up her whole life that way. That's my only concern. Theoretically, I'm smarter and wiser. So things should go all the better. Um, that vis-a-vis marriage. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my one concern is messing up the time continuum, but that's as a sci-fi person, that's obviously what you're going to go to. You know what the worst I thing think, is? I think I will go back in time. The worst thing mm-hmm. for me is even if I went back 20 years, I'm still going to be failing grade 10 math, even with all my knowledge today. <laughs> I think that's the okay, one second. Thing. 20 years back. So I'd be 16. I, I would, be, I would be 16 as well. 16. Okay. So I could, I can ace that driver's test the first time through that. That's something I would look forward to. Did you not the first uh, time? Yeah, I did a great job up until the, I failed it on the parallel park. Um, oh. anyway, it's, 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 I'm not sore about it at all. Don't worry about it. Um, hasn't haunted me for apparently two 20, decades, 20 years. Um, anyhow, but yeah, so I think, I think I could, I could really uh, do well. I would invest in Yahoo and then get out of it before the, uh, why Yahoo? Google. Why? Because I know you... they're going to be big early on. I'm just going to going to ride oh, the market. Oh, oh, okay, okay, that's right. So instead of playing the long game, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna hit at different peaks because you know the peaks. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, so at what point did Nortel was that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's sure. funny because I'm like you because like I was like, oh, I'll just bet on some Super Bowl and make a bunch of money. I was like, you don't know any of the Super Bowl winners. Like, darn it, I don't. No, <laughs> definitely not the years. Oh my word! So, yeah, no. I'd have to go with stock market. I think I, I, I I'm with you. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, that was that was easy. Uh, let's see, Kelsey Amber, I'd go back in time so I could change things in my life. So, uh, plus, you could could you imagine placing bets? Uh, no, no, <laughs> just uh, you'd get millions more if you kept the lotto winning numbers for specific dates. 
So do you, do you think at this well, point? Well, I mean, if you knew ahead of time you were going, oh, yeah, for sure. I'd bring like a sport, just like in Back to the Future, he brings like a sports almanac so he could bet on every sport ever. Uh, but yes, Cole, pretty good. Cole Goral, who uh, has, this is the first time I think Cole has been watching. And I, I did <laughs> note that he shared it earlier. Cole's hacking. Um, no, we're not. Oh. We're not condoning gambling. Scott, we're not. <laughs> because that gambling. It's only gambling if it, it's not a lock. If it's what? If it like if it's a sure thing, it's not gambling. Yeah, if it's if it's a guaranteed, does that that because gambling that's there's risk involved, right? Yeah, not when we do it. This is a short. Yeah, no, we've got Scott. We've got a system. Oh, this is dangerous. It's the shape of a pyramid, <laughs> Scott. Let us tell you about it. <laughs> uh, Cole says, "Cut the pill in two and save one for later." What if it? Because that can that? Oh wait, wait but you get rid of the so, pill. Can you, maybe he's thinking like go forward 10 years, take the million dollars, take the other pill, go back 20, which you've only gone back 10 years from where you started invest that million dollars in Amazon and Uber eats and zoom. Uh, and then bada boom, bada bing. I mean, if you could get away with that, that would be pretty great. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm still back on Scotty's invest in blockbuster. I, I like, <laughs> I like that. We both enjoyed our time at Blockbuster. It was a good time. It was, it was a good place to work. Don Wills is going to stay where he is. And let's see what else. Anybody else? Uh, uh, um, I think Mandy said she wanted to get the million. So that's cool. Thanks, Mandy, there you go. for that. Well, uh, I think we are, we're good to move on. Lucas, you, uh, you feeling ready to do, uh, do a little? Tally-ho. Go ahead. Why don't you intro? All right. Well, so we're going to be doing the SMORP. Uh, so that stands for scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. Um, so I'm going to read the verse and then I'm going, we're going to start with the scripture. So, uh, we're reading first John two verse one to six in the ESV. Oh, 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 hold up. My, my little children, hold one second. I am writing these. Hey, I'm sorry. I was, I just had the wrong slide ready. Um, and begin. Okay. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, uh, the righteous. He is the propitiation of, for our sins, and not, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him, but whoever keeps his word in him, truly the love of God is perfected by this. We may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Hmm. So scripture, what words, phrases or observations in this passage stand out to you? So the first part is just, uh, we're not going to, the, the analysis is more the message, but what just jumps off the page, you uh, could be a word, a saying, a specific verse, and you can feel free to throw that in the uh, chat and see uh, mm -hmm. where we all stack up. Who got the right answer? Who got the wrong? And no, I'm just kidding. There's no oh, right my goodness. Uh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Brad? What jumped off the screen at you? Um, walk in the same way. That phrase jumped off, jumped off at me. I mean, propitiation, that's just, that's a big word. And another way of saying that is the satisfaction or the appeasement or, um, and, but j just for people, cause that's a, that's a big, and, uh, so walk in the same way was a phrase that jumped out at me. And, um, and for me, it was phrases, not so much words, not, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Though those two things jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, whoever says I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So, um, to me, that that's speaking of like basically Christians, right? People who say they follow the way, mm -hmm. but then don't. You know, that's he's not a fan of that. Yeah. So good. Hmm. Um, next up message. What do you sense God is saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? If so, write it down. Are you asking? For me, I think I'm going to go back to the verse that stood out at me and the, whoever says I know him, but does not keep his commandments. I think that's just such a, 
like a, a thing, you know, I mean, it's not a thing for today. It's a thing from forever. There's always people who will say, you know, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, oh yeah, I go to church, but then their, their actions don't back that up. Right. Um, well, technically we all do that because none of us are perfect. Right. So before I throw too many stones, I have to remember that I am also that sometimes. Um, but we have to make sure that we're walking the walk. I think as society becomes more and more secular, like back, you know, 50 years ago, like a lot of more people went to church, but part of that was just because it was a the kind of expected thing to do as a social norm. Now going to church is not a social norm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like you would have less than you used to, but you still have, there's still plenty to go around probably. Mm. Thoughts on my thing or on your own thing? Um, pl- plenty to go around. Um, what do you mean? Sorry. I, maybe I missed something that you said and I was listening. You- <laughs> I just mean the fact that like the, the idea that um, people who talk the talk, oh, but don't oh, walk the oh, walk. Oh, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely out there. That, that's, and I think that's always been, but you're right. Um, mm-hmm. especially where, uh, it, like, you know, it's, it, sometimes there's the mentality of churches, you know, that one, one and a half hour, uh, two, right. if the pastor's really nuts, uh, that, <laughs> that's where I, that's when I connect with God. And then the rest of the week, I just, you know, Brad time. Right. And, and where to be, do you say Brad time? Yeah. Well, if it was you saying, Oh, that, okay. Be Brad time. Um, and then the rest of the week, you just spend it doing whatever. And, and to the outside observer, there's, there's no difference between you and someone who does not identify as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you said it because, you know, words, if you don't walk the walk, your words mean nothing. Your words are empty if they don't, if there's not a lifestyle of, and, you know, and he says it. Um, and by this, we know we've come to know him if we keep his commandments. So maybe the question we could ask mm-hmm. ourselves easily tonight is, you know, do I know the Lord? Because if I do, and if I say I do, then I should be keeping his commandments now. Mm-hmm. This, this scripture, this whole six verses that, that we've got here is huge because, uh, you know, it's being written here and it's saying they're writing this so that we can grow and not sin, that there, there, is, the, uh, there is this um, process in which we grow and develop and, and better ourselves through, through the Lord and the Holy Spirit so that we don't sin as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like the reality is if you're a Christian today and you're growing in the Lord, you should be sinning less than you used right. to. You're not sinless, but you do sin less. And, mm-hmm. and, and that should be a continual thing. But if anyone does sin, okay, it's, it, it will happen. We'll screw up mm-hmm. and we will sin. But thank you, Jesus, that you are there as our advocate to the father. Jesus is there um, there's, it's funny because there's this, there's this whole, uh, court, um, imagery being played out here and legal terms and stuff like that. But he's our, he's our advocate. He is defending us to the father and, um, and, 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 and you, we know that Jesus died, but here's another verse. I'm going verse by verse here. Cause this thing just jumped at me. Uh, is that he didn't just die for my sins, but for the sins of the whole world. And I don't know about you, but there've been people in my life where I've been like, man, I don't know if, if that person, I I don't know how to word this. It's going to sound terrible, but you almost think that, man, that person might be too far gone, but I'm sorry, but no, Jesus died for that person. I I was, I was thinking the same thing when I read that. That was the other thing that stood out to me is the fact that he didn't just die for me. It's not my Jesus. It's our Jesus. And you know, whatever someone's like, you just can't stand someone, whether it's a person on Twitter or someone you really know, you're like, oh, that person's the worst. They, blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, well, Jesus would have died for them. He did die and, for and them. Did die right? for and them. he did die for them. And I, just, I must remember the old, an old saying one time, somebody just said like, you know, if that person that you hate was the only person on earth, Jesus still would have died for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then that, that's why I said that, but yeah, so that, that's a good way of keeping those things, keeping things, in the right perspective. And also there's stuff in here, which very much goes back to, you know, we've all sinned. So just keep that in mind. Like, Hey, 
You know, think that you think they're so awful. Well, Jesus died for them and you, and he needed to die for you because you've sinned as well. Yep. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The, for me, the last thing, and Lucas, you made a really good point about, I mean, how many people have we looked at judgmentally or they've, they've mm-hmm. people that have wronged us that we, we feel justified in being hurt and being angry and, and all that. And that, yeah, they may have really screwed you over. I have no idea. It could have been a business thing. It could have mm-hmm. been, could have been whatever. It could have been talking behind your yeah. back. And yet, and Jesus would have come to die just for them because they yeah. need him just as much as we needed him and still need him. Mm-hmm. So the last part of the scripture for me in the message part uh, is, it's, it's verse six, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked, that he being Jesus. Well, how will you know how Jesus walked mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're not in the word? And by that, I mean, if you're not reading the Bible, if that's not part of your daily routine, yeah. then how will you know how Jesus walks so that you can emulate it? If you're not intimately familiar with what's true, how will you know when something false comes along? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, and I, so, you know, I, I don't want to get into the obedience portion, but for me, verse six flows very much into what is going to be the obedience part for me. Right. So uh, obedience is uh, right down the step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. So is there anything that you need to be kind of tweaking in your life or changing your life? And if there is something you can, you know, keep it to yourself or share it with us or whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, um, repentance. Wait, wait, are we jumping from obedience? I've got something. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought you didn't. I thought you weren't going to cover, cover it, but you are. Okay. Sorry. Uh, what's that point of obedience, Brad? Well, so, okay. Um, for me, Lucas, the obedient part, is is right there in verse six. I I need to walk in the same way that Jesus walked, and mm-hmm. and I think about you. Know, I put myself in Jesus's shoes or sandals, um, his Converse high tops, and <laughs> and I, I put myself in there, and I think it it made me think about when Jesus was walking on earth. How did he see people? And, mm-hmm. and we see time and time again, it said that he saw compassion. He, he had compassion on the crowd. He deviated mm-hmm. to go speak with the woman at the well from, from the planned mission. He, you know, like, as what did Jesus's walk look like when he was on earth? And, mm. and because it's more than just, it's not about emulating his physical actions. It is about his heart. And, yeah. and, and at the end of the day, his heart was for us. It was for people. And mm-hmm. if, if my walk in life is not one of caring and loving people, um, even the ones that are hard to love, then I have not walked in the way that Jesus walked. Mm. And, and so I need to be obedient to study the word, to find out how to walk that and, mm-hmm. and, and emulate, the, you know, the master. I'm the, dis- I'm a disciple of Jesus mm. and and often in that period, people would emulate their masters. The disciples would emulate the people that the, the, the one they, they were following. And so I need to do the same. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's the obedient portion I'm in. Okay. Um, you would probably, could, you could probably echo this idea because um, you've worked at camp, you know, you've worked with youth for your career. You know, I've worked with kids at school, kids at camp, all that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I found that every time I know the full story about, you know, there's always that kid who's like the worst behaved or the most annoying or whatever. Every time I know that kid's full story, I have compassion for them. Yep. Right. And that's kind of, and that's how Jesus sees it, you know, cause one, he sees our hearts, not our outs or appearance or our actions or whatever, but he knows the hurts that we carry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, 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 you know, encountered lots of kids. And when you know that story, like your heart breaks for them. Like, Absolutely. And I, I've never, I never come across a kid who was just like a straight up jerk for no good reason. Right. Ab- you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and that's how, and now, and here's the thing though. Sometimes I know that story. Sometimes I don't. Right. So, and, but Jesus always knows. And Jesus, Jesus knows our hearts and he, and he sees past the, the outward uh, behavior and the outward 
appearance. So then my question to you would be, how do we move from being casual observers of those things and passing judgment to, uh, to being able to learn the story and get to that place of compassion? And because it's, it's one thing, okay, you've got a kid that's being a jerk at school and so they go to the detention and they write lines or they do whatever, but that's not right. getting to the heart of the issue. Yes, you're punishing no. the, the behavior, the symptom, but there's, yeah. there's a root there. So how do you move? Because everyone is so busy now, right? right. Like, eh, so, okay, it's great to say, yeah, we got to get to know that kid better. What does that look like? And what does it look like in our interactions in, within the church, to go, because, you know, we're not all perfect in the church and some, I, do you hear what I'm saying here? How do we, how do we move beyond? I feel like the antidote for a lot of that is relationship, right? Like it's, it's moving beyond the superficial and getting to know, that's why like small groups are so powerful. That's why yep. having, you know, close Christian friends are, is so powerful because you actually, you move past the surface, you move into the the kind of the meat and potatoes of, of a relationship. And it's, and it's the same probably, you know, working with youth for you just, and, and, and working with kids for me in school, you know, it's, it's one thing if I know the material I'm teaching, but it's another one if I have, if I can form a bond with these kids. Right. And, and so I see them as a human being, not as just another student I have to teach. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and, and that, and it's the teachers that do that. Well, I'm okay at it, but there's some like just stellar teachers that are amazing. And, everyone listening has had one of those teachers that you love that teacher. They might not have been the flashiest or the coolest or the whatever, yep. but they connected with you in some way. Like they, they, and, and, and they, and it's funny because anytime a kid makes me laugh as a teacher, I love to let them see that. Like I love to let them see that. I think that's funny because I know for me as a kid, if I could make a teacher laugh, like, I, you know, Oh, they think I'm funny. Like that's, you know, that they see me as, you know, as, as a, as a person and I see yeah. them as a person and all that kind of thing. Right. And that's, and that's what Jesus did. He got to know people, right. He, he would have conversations. He didn't look at the outward labels and he didn't ask what their political affiliation was. He didn't ask to see what their denomination was and what their church attendance, how many gold stars they had in their church attendance book. He, he wanted to know about them because he knew that they had value no matter who they were. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, uh, yep. <laughs> Good answer. I Thanks. think, I, well, doing, I, I think you're I'm I, doing, a, I'm doing a good job with this morp. <laughs> you're, you're doing, you're doing good. You're doing good. No. So I, th- I think for me, obedience, mm. it's, and it's funny because the, this term got completely just used to death in the, in the mid nineties, but oh, this is going to hurt. What would Jesus do? Uh, what would Jesus do? You know, for anybody who's young listening, the, the, like Christians, if you were like a, like a Christian kid, you'd be going around with your uh, DC Talk Jesus Freak uh, CD player and your WWJD bracelet on. And yeah, there you go. And what would Jesus do? And it's it's become like so overly done now, but like it's such a great concept. Like in this situation, what would Jesus do? Would he get mad at the person or would he love them? Mm-hmm. And for the record, the answer is almost love them, almost always, unless you're like a tax money changer in the temple or something. Well, and and that's just it. It was the religious leaders that that were studying the word and, and but then yeah. like abusing the, the people power. who should have known better were the people that ticked them off, right? Because they abused the power mm-hmm. and and helped yeah. other people. Like they they basically added chains to to the everyday person with all these extra mm-hmm. laws and rituals and rules. Yeah. So he was ticked mm-hmm. at that and. You know, I see Pastor Dave is is watching right now, and so I want to choose my words carefully, Pastor. But it really makes me th- <laughs> it, it make it just makes me think of we all have a responsibility to one another, but you and I, as quote unquote um, religious leaders, have to mm-hmm. be so careful not to not to add chains and shackles to the people mm-hmm. or to each other. You know. Um, yeah. Oh, better wear your Sunday best if you're coming to church. Oh, take that hat off you. Oh, you know, whatever, that sort of thing. Like, not that there's anything wrong with those things, but like that's adding barriers to to getting into the church. Right. Right. And we we are we're supposed to shepherd people to the shepherd. And mm-hmm. right. Um, it it just you know, it just got me kind of thinking back to like, man, I hope I didn't put what Lord, if I put barriers up. If I ever mm-hmm. blocked the way for someone to get to you because of my, because of my attitude or because of my actions, please, you know, please forgive me. I guess that's my repentance mm-hmm. part. Shoot. 
I was I was speaking to a pastor one time and he told me that uh, the old model was first you believed, then you would learn to behave, oh, and yeah. then you could belong. Um, and he goes, really, it needs to be believe, belong, you know, behave, wasn't, or even sometimes belong. What? Hold on. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you said it the same way twice. And oh, you, so sorry. So first, you know, originally it was you believe, then you then you learn to behave, then you belong. Oh yeah, that's you know, once you, once you get your act together, and then you would you know you believe, and then you belong, right? And then you can learn to behave. You know, like as far as right, know, don't swear and, and don't whatever. And you know, just I, the kind of that stuff. And I wonder if I wonder if the reality is uh, that you belong, mm-hmm. you, you believe. Yep. And, and then the behavior comes. Yeah. R- right. Like, because yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And I might've gotten those first two mixed up, but yeah, no, no, exactly. no, 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 and- no, no. It, all good. It's all, it's all good. It's just, it's, it's interesting to have that conversation because it really gets to the heart of what is the church and what's mm-hmm. the church's role and with everything, with what we call church, um, so topsy turvy right now. What does it look like for people? Anyway, that's this mm-hmm. is this is another conversation that we're going to get to have. Yeah, I'd like it be interesting to explore how the church kind of made itself the uh, the morality police for culture, but I don't think that's really what we're called to be. Like, I don't like. I think I think we're called to love people. But like, I think especially back in like the sixties and seventies, it was a lot of finger wagging, you know, that kind of thing, depending on the denomination and person, obviously there was uh, differences, but I feel like that, that we're not meant to be the, the morality police. I, I don't um, know that there was yeah. finger waving in the church of the Nazarene. I'm pretty sure during that period, it was all hanky waving, which was when they were getting <laughs> blessed, they would bring out a hanky and they do marches <laughs> around the sanctuary and stuff like that. Uh, anyway. There you go. Scotty, thank you for liking the stream. And good word, by the way, man, stumbling block. Don't be one. We're, we don't yep. want to get in people's, in people's path to Jesus. We, we want to try to clear the debris and, and, and all the clutter. Mm. Is that, that would be the worst thing ever for someone to say like, yeah, it's kind of in the church, but then, you know, that Lucas Candy guy, that guy's such a hypocrite. Like I couldn't be like that guy. That would be, you know, that's what you don't want to be, right? You, you want to be the person that draws them in. It's like, ah, this Christianity thing seems kind of hokey, but man, that Brad guy, like he's just, there's something about him. Like, I, I maybe should check out this whole Christian thing as opposed to the flip side, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, finally, there's the repentance and the prayer. So we talked about repentance a second ago. And then uh, prayer, uh, spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. Pray for anything or anyone that lays in your heart. And that could include someone that you feel that either you may have wronged or people that you feel have wronged you. You are going to need to let that go and remember that you've been forgiven for much more than they've ever wronged you for. Um, so, uh, and then Brad, I think we have another segment coming up. Well, I do, but I, I just want to say in terms of the repentance and prayer, um, and we already said this. You know, I think if I was to take an honest evaluation of my time in ministry and just as a Christian, I have misrepresented Christ at times. And mm-hmm. and I and I recognize that we all I'm agreeing for me, not for you, by the way. No. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah, have. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, but <laughs> but but we're all on a journey and if and if we're really seeking God, you know, we mm-hmm. he, we we grow in holiness and purity and we don't we're not sinless, mm-hmm. but we sin less and and mm-hmm. And I guess my, what I would confess is, is that there are certainly, I'm sure there are times that I have been a stumbling block and I have gotten in the way and, Mm -hmm. and my prayer would be Lord, forgive me. And, and if, you know, I don't even, I don't know if I want to pray this, but my prayer would be, Lord, if there's someone that I need to go speak to that Mm -hmm. I haven't thought about in however long, bring bring that person to my mind, you know, uh, like, I, I really wonder what that, what would that look like anyway there? Hmm. And I'm, there you go. and I'm just very grateful to have a, a Lord that loves us and, and saved mm-hmm. us from all of this. Exactly. Uh, yes, Lucas. Okay. It, it, we're about to take a real hard pivot here. <laughs> uh, As we always do after the smart. It, it's hard, eh? Like, man. Yeah. Um, but let's. 
let's, I want to get this one done and dusted. So let's go to the tiebreaker. All right, folks, your tiebreaker. Let me just close this program so that my computer stops freaking out. Uh, this comes from an anonymous user who I'm calling Mrs. Dressup. Mrs. Dressup says, we go on multiple family vacations every year. We really like family vacations. And, you know, you see those families that have matching shirts and they have the cute, maybe cheesy little sayings with their names in the back and they're all matching. You know, I've always wanted that. Some people might look at that and think it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely amazing. Every time we go, whether it's to Disney, explain a brag, which usually <laughs> we go to Disney a lot ugh, because we're big uh, Disney brag. fans. But whether Dollywood or Universal, I've tried. I've put it out there. I've even said, you know, you guys could come up with the cool shirts if you want. And they absolutely refuse. I'm shut down every year. How can I convince my family to give in and make my dreams come true? Or do I need to give up and stop encouraging them to get matching outfits? Oh, boy. Um, this one hits home. I want to hear I want to hear your your thoughts first. My th actually, my thoughts are simple. We are individuals. Give up and let them live their own life. You know what? You know what? Uh, uh, the way that we put it, this in the way we would put it for this time period is let them live their own truth. But at the same time, I also think <laughs> you're a family, and sometimes it's kind of fun to do corny things together. But. I, yeah. It has been pitched to me almost every Christmas since Mandy and I have been <laughs> married. So this is not us, by the way. This one doesn't come from me. Um, to to get dressed up in like uh, Christmas um, uh, onesies. Sweaters. Christmas oh, onesies. sweaters. So the one time I kind of caved, I put on like this elf elf outfit but I decided it to, as a way of protest, I would cut the legs off it and have super short shorts. The problem was I cut them way too high <laughs> and had the most uncomfortable Christmas with my in-laws that I've ever had. It, I, it, I, could, <laughs> I just, I had to like hide behind everything. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're doing the slow like leg cross, you know, yeah, there you go. Oh, pastor that Dave, get great. matching shirts, take a picture, ditch the shirts. I, I like that <laughs> practical. So, uh, but for me, for my own personal taste, absolutely not leave your family alone. Here's here. I'm of multiple minds on this. Um, obviously like, yes, like live your truth. Like you can't force them to do stuff. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm guessing this is a mother who wants her, from the sounds of it, adult children. Like, you're in charge of them when they're small, so you should just be able to do whatever you want. Um, so to me, like, and it's funny, when Melissa and I were going to Cuba, to Cuba, Cuba. Uh, while waiting in the airport, we saw not one, but two different groups of, like, 30-something women just having the time of their lives. And they had their matching shirts and it's like, I'll bring the funny and I'll bring the bad decisions and I'll bring the whatever, like just that kind of a thing. And they're like, and they, they were just like on cloud nine being together. And it was really funny because then I saw a couple other groups and they all did this. These like, they kind of flock as one group together. Sure. Um, anyway, but like the idea of like, yeah, is it corny? hundred percent. Like yes. it's not, it's no one, no one's like, Hey, I've got this cool thing we can do. Uh, and, but I think it's about memories. It's about having that good picture. All she, here's what she really wants a good picture. She wants a good picture. So whoever said they take a picture and ditch it. I mean, I wouldn't ditch it. I'd take a picture. It's for like no, your did, first no, ditch day. the picture, ditch the shirts. No, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like I get it. Like I would don't like throw them out, but I, I would say like take on day one of Disney, everyone wear these shirts. It's not a big deal. It's a t-shirt. It's going to say something, whatever, like the candy clan uh, uh, hits no, Dollywood. No, because day one is where people see you for the first time, and it doesn't matter what you wear the rest of the time you're at Dollywood. All they're going to remember is that you wore some kind of ridiculous Are outfit. Are you looking to, like, make friends and influence people at Dollywood? I, like, want, uh, I, I want to get through the lines faster, whatever it takes. Oh, man, if I was in charge of that, I would definitely be like, hey, you guys are, look like a team. Front of the line, baby. Like, I think that's probably what I would do. But anyhow... I think, I think it just, it's a nice thing. It's for the mother. Just, you know, it's uh, our kids do a, we don't do a whole family one. I've suggested it to Melissa for like a Christmas card. She's not into it. Bought her a onesie one time. This is a joke. Not into it. 
Um, for to be fair, I think you, I think adults and onesies get hot very quickly. Um, but yeah, and I like having our kids in their matching jammies. I always get, I always balk at the expense of it, but I mean, we just wear them like regular pajamas the rest of the year, so it's fine. Um, so yeah, I think do it for your mother. Now, the only thing I wasn't sure about is, are they like? When she's talking about people, does she mean like an extended family vacation? Like, is there like 25 people? Is it like three family cohorts or something? That might be a bit of a stretch. But to me, if it's just your family, buy them. Wear them the first time. Take a couple nice pictures and let her be done with it. Let's just do it. Your mother brought you into this world, gave you life. The least you can do is wear a T-shirt for your mother. That's my thought. Let's see. What does Mrs. Vance Mattinson say? Well, maybe she just wants something to remember when they're not. Thank you. What? Yeah. When they're not there, she might be lonely. This took a Listen, sad. This may, took a sad may, turn. Maybe these kids are like on their way out to university, and you know, like everything. Is turns, that how you turns. want to go out to university? You're not going to university in this shirt. Like, come on now, guys. Uh, so, all right. I think the, <laughs> I I said mine. You said yours, and I think uh, Mattinson here tie broke us. No, I think we're good. All right. Oh, wait, no. Scott also tied it up again. What did Scott so, say? Like, matching shirts are the worst and tiebreaker. Thank you, Scott. I oh. wish I'd have seen that a while ago. We could have finished this. <laughs> uh, get matching shirts. And okay, it looks like, it looks like, I'm sorry, Mrs. Dress. No, actually, congratulations, Mrs. Dress Up. Sorry to the rest of your family. Um, looks like. Ty goes to the runner. It looks like while you're suffering at Disney, uh, you're going to have to wear some, wear some shirts. All right. I'm looking to go to Shining Waters. Come on. Uh, so, Lucas, I want we, we're running out of time, but I want to run through a couple of really quick things on our new segment called The One-Off. Uh, and The One-Off is basically just segments that we're going to get very limited run from. I wanted yeah. to do something called a... a like wearing a vacation family shirt. You're only going to use it once. Taking time, taking time. I want to do something called uh, Boring Movie Description Guessing Game. It's got a long title, but here we go. I, I like it. So what I'm going to do, maybe we'll do it again next week, is I'm going to read some boring descriptions of movies and you have to try to guess and you at home that's watching, if you'd like, have to try to guess what the movie is. So here we go. Ready? Number one. Let's let's just do let's do five of them. Guy finds a ring and his nephew returns it to the factory. Lord of the Rings. Ah, Lord of the Rings. You were quick. We'll see if uh, if anybody in chat returns it to the factory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Transported to a surreal landscape, a young girl kills the first person she meets and then teams up with three strangers to kill again. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> to kill again. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that is good. I like that. Uh, you are correct. Wow. All right. Let's see how you do with this one. Old uh, boy. Just for the record, guys, if you don't get it, don't feel bad. I'm a super good guesser. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Old lady tells a story about a boat on a different boat. Titanic. Oh, my word. What? Are you reading the same thing? I'm. Am I screen no, I'm sharing? Just, I'm, I Listen, we both worked at Blockbuster. We know our movies. We know our movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last two. Professor skips office hours to find a misplaced box. Professor skips to find a misplaced box. Oh, Frank, I, I'm sure this one's simple, but... It is. Prof professor skips office hours to find a misplaced box. Uh, just tell me, I don't want to waste time. Indiana Jones. Ah, oh, Professor. <laughs> Very good. I like it. All right, last one. Uh, which one is that? Okay, here. Uh, you'll get this one. No problem. A bunch of knights look for a cup and none of them have horses. <laughs> uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Absolutely. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll why don't we play that? I've got way more. So let's spend some more time with those. That could be fun. Uh, it could be. Ladies and gentlemen. Especially if there's someone to play, so I can play against, but yes. Yes. Yeah, that would be more fun. <laughs> uh, but we won't have Andrew with us next time. So 
It'll be you and I again next week, and Matt won't be with oh, us. Oh, it's it's still super fun for me. This might be more fun for you if there's more than one person to guess. Mm, that's true. I'll be happy. All right, folks, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and if you're looking for them, it's just at Oxford Holy Club. If you do use any hashtags on any of those social medias, make sure that you use OH Club. And if you're listening on podcast audio, whatever player you're listening to, would you leave us a five-star review? The reason we keep asking for that is not just because it's written in our notes, it's because it will help the podcast get spread out onto those networks. So, for instance, iTunes, leave a five-star review. If you do, we will read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to www.oxfordholyclub.com, browse our merch as it becomes available, and much, much more. Now, we don't pay to advertise, so any growth we have comes from you sharing it with your friends. And don't forget, Lucas, thank you so much for a great night. This has been fun. Thank you for those that have been watching. And you know what we do here. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. fun.